when it comes to heating up your business, it's all about making more bacon. And that requires an expert with a particular set of skills. You need a Baconologist. Building authentic connections, online networking, through social selling, relationship marketing, mindset and training. Yeah, that's bacon. Get ready, because we're about to fry up a sizzling success strategy. This is the Bacon Podcast with your host and business Baconologist, Brian Basilico. It's a lot of bees, man. Welcome, everybody. I'm your host, Brian Basilico, and this is the podcast where you learn to make your business sizzle online. So are you ready to fry up some new business? Hey, peeps. There are many benefits to creating and maintaining a virtual workforce. There's also one big drawback. You have nobody in your office to help you carry and assemble office furniture. We finally moved into our new home, and I use moved with a grain of salt. We sold everything we had in Illinois, and we've been shopping almost daily for everything from pillows to furniture to office soundproofing and more. It's been 22 years since we built and moved into our last home, and it's been almost that long since I had to move boxes, open them, spread out pieces of furniture all over the place, and look for part F and screw DD and washer QQ. And then you get to read this pretty book with pictures and try to understand what part faces which way, up, down, forward, whatever. No matter how small the piece of furniture, accessory, or even wall hanging, you have to follow the directions and allocate the time to do it right, and or correct the mistakes midway. What I've learned is that sometimes saving money can cost you time, skin, and sleep, and lost business. Moving itself is a stressful situation. Moving a business can be doubly stressful. Not only do you have to plan the technology, ergonomics, and lay out the space, but you have to coordinate delivery, and in my case, moving it again to set up for unforeseen challenges. You have to try to keep the business active, viable, and flowing at the same time. We closed on our house on a Wednesday, and I plan to have the office set up and running by Monday. Although five days sounds like a lot of time, I had only Saturday and Sunday to fully concentrate on my office. The rest was needed to organize getting my family and home in order as well. We lived in an apartment for a few months while the house was being completed and scheduled a whole bunch of stuff to be delivered after we closed. When we moved down here to North Carolina, I packed most of my office equipment in a pod, along with a few family possessions we took with us. I had to pack my wife, my dog, my clothes, and my office equipment into my small SUV since the pod would not arrive for weeks after we first moved. I needed to bring enough gear to keep my business running from the space of a bedroom in our small apartment. The first thing I did when I arrived there was go around to stores looking to get a desk small enough to fit into that space. The Staples right near our apartment does in fact sell staples but does not sell desks or any office furniture. My son and I ran around to everything from furniture stores to big chains like Target and Walmart looking for anything we could buy to carry up three flights of stairs to the apartment. I actually bought two pieces, but only one would fit, so I had to lug it down three flights of stairs by myself to return it. 
After I got my bearings, I started to find more stores that would have furniture for my new home office that could be delivered in days, not months. Finding the right size for a room that's about half the size of what it was used to was a challenge. Finding anything in the color scheme and size that would offer me enough space for all my supplies and technology while also being deliverable was almost impossible. I also had to consider that a small room was not very conducive for doing webinars, podcasts, virtual meetings, and videos. Since the room is square with echoes in every corner, that would ruin the sound. So I put on my design thinking cap to deal with the acoustic sound issues while considering design and function. Keep in mind, the last time I designed an audio studio was 1990. The last office in my house was built in 2001. Back then, there were very few podcasts, YouTube didn't exist, webinars were being done in TV studios that had all the tech and soundproofing. I used the Google machine to find a desk and wall acoustic panels and foam and got everything delivered to the apartment so I could be ready once we closed on the house. I finally ordered my main desk online, but I could not schedule a delivery so I had it sent to the apartment. Somebody had to carry it up three flights of stairs and I had to take it down with some help. I also ordered acoustic wall coverings from Amazon. Finally, I had to find a friend with a pickup truck to help me move all this stuff from the apartment to the house. The new furniture would not fit in my SUV. Once I got everything to the house, then I needed to make the office functional. I still had deliveries scheduled with additional furniture to augment my main desk. The first thing I had to do was get the walls done with the acoustic treatments to help with the echoes. I had to do that before I built the furniture and moved it against the walls and piled on the gear and wires. Keep in mind, I gave myself two days to get at least the basics up and running. We had to get the internet installed before I could do anything. Next, we had all the home furniture for the living room, the bedrooms, the kitchen delivered. I was trying to get the pieces of office furniture just out of the box and organized during all that. We got our fridge, washer, and dryer. Next, the mattresses for the master and guest bedrooms were delivered. And then I was excited when they delivered the couch and the TV stand. It was beautiful and fully assembled and put into place by a delivery crew. I set up the TV and stereo so we had entertainment as we unpacked. Then after all that, I was able to get back into my office and try to get the furniture assembled and getting the wall treatments up. I literally rubbed the skin off my hand just trying to get screws in while assembling that furniture, the ones I could not use a drill to install. It took two days to get that assembled and two more days to get the wall covering up so I could bring the gear in and connect it to the internet. So, I do have a main point with all this. I have to admit that I was jealous that the home furniture was delivered whole and assembled and moved into place by a crew. My office furniture had to be assembled in the room because it was too big to carry through a door. Granted, the TV stand cost more than all the desks and additional storage combined, but it took 10 minutes to install 
and another hour to get the tech working. My office took over 20 hours just to get where I was and I'm still not done. Sometimes it makes more sense to have fully assembled delivered versions versus the cheaper do-it-yourself version. Especially when you don't have employees to help you move and assemble the whole system. But I'm not complaining. It just made me appreciate even more that while I was dealing with the move, I have staff who is keeping my business rolling along. Clients were kept happy, projects were getting done, and I could take the time to get all of the above done because I planned in advance for this day. Now, I'm happy to report that at this time, I have three of the four pieces assembled and only a few more wall covering projects where furniture is not in front of it blocking the walls. In your business, are you doing it all yourself to save money because that's what you can get delivered? Sometimes it's worth more to have it done for you. This will give you more time to focus on yourself and your business. Too often we look for a cost-effective solution, but the cheap comes out expensive, especially when it comes to time. And now I have a new appreciation for delivered, fully assembled furniture. Thank you for letting us sprinkle some bacon bits into your brains. Want some more? Learn more about this podcast and our guest experts at baconpodcast.com. Have questions? Send them to askbrian at baconpodcast.com. Until next time, keep sizzling. And remember, it's all about the bacon. <laughs>